Welcome to the Drunk Guys Book Club, where books aren't just for school, where book clubs aren't just for women. And we want to suck your beer. I'm Mike. I'm Nate. Blah. (laughs) (laughs) And he's blah. (laughs) And we're the Drunk Guys. And this week, we're finishing our vampire hoedown by reading (laughs) Dracula by Bram Stoker. Short for Bramden. Uh, For Bram Cracker, actually. (laughs) (laughs) It's actually short for Abraham. Gross. Yeah, it is. Um, That's unfortunate. And we're starting with this beer, a revisit from from the past. Much like the undead of this book. Mm. This This almost killed us once. (laughs) So let's do it again. Uh, This is a beer Jimmy definitely wants to suck. This is Duclaw Brewing Hell on Wood. It's a barley wine aged in bourbon barrels. This is one of the best beers I've ever had in my life, and I'm so happy to see it again. 10.6% 10.6% alcohol. We did it for Lord of the Rings a million years ago. And I don't remember doing it. Oh, man, that's... We were just... All I remember is that this was a really good beer. <laughs> <laughs> and then I listened to it afterwards and thought, yeah, that was a good beer. <laughs> don't remember anything else that day. Oh, it's incredible. Uh, this it's, is really it's, good. It's so much better than I remember, because I don't remember it. <laughs> it is a very this is, sweet This is alcohol wine. candy, the beer. Yeah, yeah, it is. It it has uh, some bourbon notes, especially in the smell for me. It just tastes like sweet, sweet nectar. Well, that's the barley wine. That bar- barley mm-hmm. wines are sweet, but I think by being in that bourbon barrel, and also this bottle's now been sitting around for a few months, um, close to a year, actually, at this point. If not this already, beer will be the death of me. It's mellowed out a little bit. Oof. So why do we have this? Well, it's a pretty vague connection, frankly, but you know, hell and it. Dracula and... Uh, um, vampires give us wood, and, uh, <laughs> and they're hellish creatures. And you got to stake them with some with your wood. <laughs> you got <Yeah. laughs> to put yeah. your wood stake in them. Uh, so that's that. So uh, if you don't know the basic gist of Dracula, and you are a dumbass, you just fell off the turnip truck, as my grandma used to say. That's uh, a lot of turnips. Well, <laughs> I was like the weird. What do you think? I just fell off a turnip truck. I didn't know that was a thing. I didn't know there was like a something out of those wacky to fall races. Off of, first of all, are those wacky dangerous? Races. Yeah. Well, it's like when you had, when your family was really wealthy, you didn't just make a soapbox derby racer. You made a turnip truck out of real turnips. Yeah. No, I don't know what a turnip truck is. I guess it's I, a truck it's, of turnips. It's like, it's like a dumb yokel farmer. That's a, can't yeah, even grow like a real crop. So you grow turnips. <laughs> Who yeah. the fuck eats turnips? Turnip? I've never seen a turnip. Turnip for what? The other day, John. Yeah. It's an incredible video. It's ridiculous. The other day, my wife was uh, putting the baby to sleep, and I was listening to something on the computer, and she sent me a text that turned down, and I just sent her back, turned down for what? The, the gif, <laughs> the gif, whatever the fucking word is, of, of people just, like, dancing ridiculously. Like the, the dick dancing in his pants. And she came back, like, you're fucking asshole. Because like, oh, she laughed. I thought it was funny. She laughed. All right, so Dracula, if you don't know the fucking gist of it, you, you really suck. You must be undead. That... Count Dracula is a Romanian aristocrat who's just trying to better his country by drinking their blood. Yeah. Well, Transyl- Transylvania is a region in Romania, I think. Yeah, it was, you know, something like that, right? Uh, I th- well, he, he, the outside of his castle was populated entirely by gypsies, as they said in the book. Yes. Gypsies with an eye, which is weird. And, uh, and they just constantly steal things from people. <laughs> like, please, hey. So, okay, so uh, we'll say for this this book, I actually had a I happened to own a physical copy of it, and it was like the Norton critical version, which I don't know what that means, but it had a shitload of footnotes that explained things that they said in the book, which is good because I didn't understand parts of it, and they made like references to 
parts of England and parts of the country and like historical figures like that was this guy and this is this guy. So it was a very good vision to read. But the funniest part was it also pointed out the huge number of mistakes he made writing this book. He's because he like wrote it and rewrote it and rewrote it and rewrote it. And the final version is riddled with inaccuracies of like inconsistencies, inconsistencies and actual like inaccuracies. Like he, they do a constant, like the characters constantly quote the Bible, but they misquote it (laughs) constantly. (laughs) And the dates don't line up often because he keeps like redoing things. And characters know things that they shouldn't know because in an earlier version, they knew it but they never got around to that part in learning it in the oh, new man. version. So it's riddled with just like, ooh, they fucked up. Should have had a real editor do this. That is a much closer reading than I gave this book yeah, either too. of the times that I was, read it. That was honestly the only part of this book that I enjoyed was reading <laughs> how he fucked up I'll say, I've, and I, the ridiculous I, shit that he did. I, I will say, not to, not to brag, gentlemen, not that I do that often. I've read two other novels by Bram Stoker. You wrote other, you wrote other novels? <laughs> oh my God. I've read two other books. Not just like... I, I read think one. of him as the George Romero of the 1890s. No, none of, the other ones are not... It's not like he did, an, did like a werewolf man you know, or a zombie book. The, it was a little zombie-ish to some of... And there's some weird supernatural stuff to the other ones I read. They are pretty terrible. Well, he's not a good writer. And he has a lot of just ridiculous stuff that doesn't make sense. He was, like a, he was a lawyer in real life. Um, I, is that what he did? I, didn't I know that from the footnotes because uh. it's one of the jokes they make about Van Helsing. Whereas as, he, as the book goes on, he has more and more careers. <laughs> <laughs> like he's a doctor, philosopher, uh, metaphysician, lawyer, historian. You know, just but like, this is back in the day when you could still just, if yeah, you want to be could, a lawyer, you like just a, have to say, I'm a lawyer. And people yeah. go, oh, yeah, so yes, it was yes. ridiculous. But they, <laughs> just keep, they, keep, they keep adding them as he needs to know more things. Van Helsing was like the judge in Blood Meridian. Except mm. he actually ages. And he's not a giant baby that we can make goat puns about. <laughs> um, but he just kind of knew everything and was an expert in everything. Yeah, as, as was convenient for the plot. Yeah. So just one ridiculous his, uh, inaccuracy, I remember, from um, The Woman in the Shroud or something like that is the, one of the other books. Their main character, who is a seven-foot-tall man, by the way, in this book. That's very tall. Yeah, he's very tall for 1907, whenever the book came out. Two and a half meters. He's... Uh, hanging from an airplane to like sneak into this castle or something in 1907. Like, whenever the book came, call it 1910, whatever. It's like a fucking biplane. It's a biplane. They don't. It, it, he he did not understand how airplanes worked. He thought they could just kind of like mm. hover in one spot and you could climb a ladder up and down them, like it was some sort of. Like, well, he, he heard about airplanes in a letter he got once, probably. Uh, totally. So, <laughs> but like that was cutting edge. Must have been pretty exciting news at the time that these things were existed. He wasn't a great researcher. No, he made based up, on he the notes in this thing. Shit. Yeah, he he was not a good researcher. Yeah, but it makes it more fun. And the and both of those other books are pretty pretty garbage. Dracula was the best of the three by far. He has a few other things. Hmm. The Lair of the White Worm was also made into a movie at some point. So that's like vaguely a, that famous. sounds like a porn movie. It is. It was made into a <laughs> porn movie actually, starring Ron Jeremy. Uh, but it's a. It's I want blood. you to suck my worm. <laughs> So I, I, he's, he's very rightfully a one-hit wonder in the literary world. So the book came out in 1898, and it was like, I think... Was that late? Po- I thought it was early. 18, no, I think it was 98. I oh. looked it up. Uh, so it was like kind of famous. However, it became really, really famous because of the film versions that were made in the yeah, early. infinite versions after this. Yeah. 
that were much better. A couple of uh, a couple of things like the the part where everyone associates Dracula with speaking with a, like with the accent. Mm. That's Bela Lugosi, right? That's because of the first actor that played it in the first big one that wasn't Nosferatu. The first talking movie, the first talking movie about Dracula starring Bela Lugosi, he just, that's his accent. So that's the way he spoke, but that accent has been associated with Dracula since then. They made that up. It's funny because he was Italian. Yeah. And it's now it's like a some sort of like Soviet the widow's peak accent. Yeah. The, the widow's peak that everyone uh, uh, so associates that's just Bella goes Bella Lugosi's hair. So it's just but he's become in this, so in, iconic. In, in this book, he's doesn't look like that. He looks no. like a fucking monster well, in this a, book. He's an old Romanian man. He's got like sharp Long teeth, hair. and his all his fingernails are fouled into points. It's like. And they spend the whole book like, I wonder, I wonder who the vampire is. It's like, does a lot I wonder of if the guy who fucking does, you, you don't want pointed nails for that, so I hear. <laughs> Based on all the old guys I see on a bus. <laughs> yeah, all of, not all, but a lot of our images of, the, of Dracula the vampire are Hollywood embellishments on this story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Though, he also had some sort of, source material that he worked from. This is not the first vampire yeah, book. He, he researched like vampire sort of like superstitions and legends yeah, in they, they Eastern existed. Europe for years. Yeah. He just made it into a, another version of this that basically we formed most of our ideas of the modern day vampire off of this book. Well, off varying... of the movie versions of this book. Yeah, but a, a lot of the, I mean, the the look, yes, but like the powers and the things they do came from this book. Oh yeah, because yeah. they were you know disparate versions of vampires like from the around things, the countries. All the things we've talked about, the powers that the vampires have in the past weeks, yeah, in the past like five, four episodes. But a lot of those other ones, they don't have a lot of these they, powers. They temper it because well, he's like the yeah. Superman. Yeah, in this know, one he can he turn can do into anything. anything. And as long eat. as it's noon or something stupid like that. Like, you can only so, do it at, like, when the tide is low. Yeah. The, the rules are really You can really only dumb. cross water when, at low tide. When someone, like, put him on a boat. Like, that's... Uh, okay. Yeah, he, yeah, he can't cross on his own, but if you put him on the raft, it's totally cool. And as long as the ocean smells like fucking eggs, he can cross <laughs> it. <laughs> that was another thing in the notes they say, that he gives the vampires, gives Dracula certain abilities... And the weaknesses of, vamp- of Dracula, certain abilities, but then never really explains why, or gives them certain things, and they don't jibe with other things he said in other parts of the book because of the multiple versions and lack mm. of editing. So it's like, he says this, but there's no reason, even in his own internal mythology of vampires right here, why this would be the case. Yeah, it's, it's pretty random, the skills. It's and like whatever vampire needs to do, he can do. Like, I remember like this, there's this part kind of in the middle once where Van Helsing is just kind of, okay, now it gathers everyone together. Now here's what we're dealing with. And he just explains all these things that vampires can and can't do, like all their little like powers and weaknesses. He just like says it all in one big paragraph. Because he's a learned man. He went to the Wikipedia of 1898 yeah. Yeah. and found it. He just kind of like knows all of it. And he has a whole bunch of manuscripts that are in various languages. And he... Like one from China and one from Germany and one from where he yeah. just has a whole he's bunch done of a lot old of books. research because he's a doctor slash lawyer slash metaphysician <laughs> slash botanist slash massage therapist slash uh, notary <laughs> public slash uh, homeopathic healer. <laughs> well, back then that was probably a thing. <laughs> uh, slash interior decorator, but he is feng, feng shui artist. Yeah, <laughs> he he just randomly like they're in. I, I don't know how fast travel was in eighteen the eighteen nineties. 
but they the, say in this book also that it's a, the, it's the travel the travel fast. they do in this is uh, not reasonable. Like he, they're in London, they're in like the suburbs of London, and he's like, "I have to go today. I have to be in New Amsterdam." <laughs> and not fuck, I keep fucking that up. Amsterdam. I have to be in. No one oh, said the phrase New Amsterdam in like three hundred years. I, t- I have to be in the Netherlands for the afternoon. I'll see you tonight. There's no fucking way it was that fast. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It, it, it's not super far, but it's not a it's not a two hour journey. Okay, let me get on a fucking horse and buggy to the wharf. Yeah. get on a ferry that's powered by like farts. Get over to the Netherlands. Do whatever I have to do there, which is like I don't know, gather I'll tulips. Be right back. Get a <laughs> get a manuscript. Smoke a Dutch master, and then I gotta go back. Get on another ferry tonight. Find tonight, another yeah. fucking horse and buggy with a guy who sounds like Dick Van Dyke from Mary Poppins. Yeah, and then I'll chip, chip, cheerio, and then I'll find <laughs> you here before sunset. It's absurd how fast he could travel, and he's not the vampire. No, maybe that's the, the fucking vampire. Also, can't conspiracy travel very fast. thing. He spent he's weeks a on vampire. a boat. <laughs> Van Helsing's a vampire. I'm gonna say he's Van out, Helsing's he, a vampire. You know he's out during he's the day. Deep cover. He can do that because he's undead. He's blade. He's a, it's a he's the daywalker, yeah. He's, he's Dutch a false, false flag operation. That's exactly what it is. You know what? This would make a much more interesting book. Oh my god! <laughs> it's like, is he Trademark. A, is he an android or not? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, exactly. I think someone, if you're listening, better. Russia, whoever, go back and write your PhD <laughs> English lit dissertation on how Van Helsing was actually a vampire the whole time. But he is he find he evidence is out in the plot. The I'm sure you can. Often, so he might be a daywalker. But he he's could not have covered. been lying. He could about he, the, he, the whole vampires can only come out at night. Thing he, he could have made it yeah. because because Dracula can do stuff during the day as long as it's He's shady. Asleep. No, but he could like change forms in the day. It's fucking. He never hor- comes out during the day. But he but he could only change a weird. It's fucking horror. It's really stupid. We should know. actually start the book. Oh, Jonathan Harker is go, goes there because that's how the law worked. He in goes. 1890s. He's got to go sign some documents. We don't have fax machines yet, <laughs> or email. Or carriers, pigeons. So, okay, I don't think we need to explain all the. No, of the most plot. of the plot. No. Most of the plot is bullshit. Jonathan Harker yeah. goes to Transylvania and then to visit Dracula because Dracula wants some legal work done. He has you to. Know. He's, he's bought. I he's bought a, He bought a property in London, and yeah. it, there's Carfax no legal Zoom Abbey. yet. <laughs> and he's like, "Hey, show me the Carfax." <laughs> <laughs> That's what I thought of every time they said it. Like, why would they name it that? <laughs> <laughs> it's like you can see it when you buy it, sir. I'm like, I want to show. I want you to show me the car fast. Show me the VIN number. <laughs> I need the VIN number. Uh, anyway, so he's there, and Dracula makes him stay for a month, and actually like imprisons him. He's like, hey, Meanwhile, can you just hang out here? And he's like, okay, Meanwhile, sure. Because it's the old days, and I have my steamer trunk of things. Sure, <laughs> I'll just write letters in the meantime. Fiance Mina is back in London with her rich friend Lucy, acting out. 1890s Pride and Prejudice. Another another yeah. thing they note this is that it's never really clear how they are friends because it probably changed many times. But through the, the midpoint of the book, it's revealed that Mina was Lucy's like teacher or governess. Well, it does say be much in older. the beginning that Mina is a school teacher. She's a school marm. Marm. She's, she's right in the beginning, but but she's anyway. about to get married and therefore has to retire. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, kind of a solid woman. Teaching someone girls. else has to beat the kids. Meanwhile, so Dracula has taken a ship. So uh, taken a shit. <laughs> <laughs> Flush it, dude. How well, rude! Well, a, lot a, thing, a lot of things. Really to to a lot of things happened to Jonathan. A lot of things happened to Jonathan while he's in Transylvania at Castle Dracula. 
where he's like, I'm held As prisoner. That wasn't a giveaway. And, yeah. yeah. Well, well, to them, that was just like the guy's mm-hmm. name. It was like Castle Steve, you know? <laughs> <laughs> like to us, Dracula means something, but that's just like the dude's name. And they, you know, he's held prisoner for a month, and the guy's like, write a bunch of letters to your friends back home from different dates, and I'll mail them for you in the future. It's like, that's not suspicious. Yeah, I'm a lawyer. Saying, I understand it. I'm okay. I'm leaving for the train now. And he's like, he and leans, I'll just mail them for he you. He leans out the window and sees Dracula crawl out the window like a lizard and just walk along the walls. It's yeah. like, mm-hmm. that's kind of creepy. I don't really like that. But then later and, on, he does it himself, basically. He's like, I'm going to go climb down to that window and see what's in there. But they cut out the whole part of him walking. They just say, and then he got back. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to climb. It's, but, apparently, it's not. But Dracula, have have Dracula was uh, climbing head first. Right. Like, he was probably just, like, uh, you know, crawling on a ledge. Dracula was crawling like a weirdo, because that's what vampires do. They're weirdos. They can do whatever the fuck they want. And also, yeah. a bunch of, like, ladies come in and try and molest him in his sleep. And Dracula's like... Like, Dracula, like, yeah. vampire no, ladies. It's vampire my fish. It's like, nope, that's my blood to suck. It's like a prison scene. Be gone, bitches! And, and then Dracula <laughs> says, no, go away. But here's a baby yeah. for you to eat instead. Yeah, I have a ba- I have a bag full of peasant children. Yeah, it, the 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 mythology of vampires changes throughout the book, and it's a lot of it is never really explained. But that's because uh, he's not a good writer. Yeah. Anyway, so Mina and Lucy they're back in they're they're like on vacation. That whole saga of Mina and Lucy together in the the hill country or the late country, yeah. whatever the fuck it was, where and they had that guy who talks in gibberish the whole time, the, the hundred year old man. Yeah. He's like, I sailed with him in Jutland in eighteen oh two. The, fo- yeah. the footnotes for this were like full paragraph translations. Like he said this because every 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 poor person in this book is written phonetically. I know. Yeah, I noticed and class is heavy, actually the biggest theme. Of oh the yeah, book. it's mm-hmm. heavy slang of just like, look what these retards think is words. <laughs> yeah. Poor people. I'm a learned doctor. I went to school for seven years, counting grade school. <laughs> yeah, and so every, every poor person in this book is uh, basically a hill person. Yeah, they're disposable, like the worst of West and, Virginia, and really poor. I get really like I promised him a day's wages for some questions. Like I could just toss around that kind of flip. Three pence. And then one I gave of, him half a guinea. One of the mover guys is like a terrible alcoholic. Yeah, he's like a yeah. bulbous red nose. Like it's old rummy. I'll give him a nickel or a uh, a third of a sovereign. You know, like yeah, the weird coins the they had back then. Fucking non-decimal, stupid. It's the basically Harry, it's, it's Harry Potter. Potter. It's exactly yeah. Harry Potter stuff. <laughs> So anyway, there were a lot of guinea's though. It was very racist. These passages, (laughs) too many guinea's. (laughs) Mina and Lucy are like just just sitting around in this port town, thinking it's great. Meanwhile, uh, Dracula has put himself on a ship and is sailing there. And they arrive. Eats the whole crew. So the whole crew is dead. One guy is like handcuffed with a crucifix. He's dead. And his his hands are tied to the wheel. Because that's how sailing works. But it's not a good way to steer. No, at all. You wouldn't. How did that boat? How did that boat go straight? (laughs) <laughs> Meanwhile, Lucy starts to get really sick. I mean, this is the kind of thing... Okay, the, the slightly interesting part of the book, and really is just sort of this... Which I thought. I was kind of interested in, even though I knew what was happening, but just like the main people sort of like discovering what's going on. And they were like, and then Lucy got sicker. And then it was... Because this whole thing is an epistolary novel. It's all told emphasis through... Emphasis on the piss. It's all... It's multi <laughs> <laughs> It's all told through characters' journals, journals or like their wax cylinders that they uh, dictated into. into. 
So anyway, Lucy starts to get sick, and then that's why the one of the one of the dudes calls Bell calls telegrams Van Helsing. And that's Doctor Seward, who is a guy, he and he runs the, the he runs the sanitarium, and he's got people in the sanitarium, and he's also everyone wants to bang Lucy because she's a young hot hot young thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I did gets, ri- I did write down what Lucy thought of Doctor Seward because I thought it was really funny. It's like he said, "Oh, Doctor Seward, that man with the strong jaw and the good forehead." <laughs> There's a lot of like, good forehead. Was he a Habsburg? What? No, the, okay. the, 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 there was a lot of um, funny, I guess, just cl- aged sexist kind of shit. There was, this is extremely sexist. This is one of the most sexist books ever. I, I, they I th- constantly ridicule the idea of the new woman. Right. The who woman was like the woman who's birth vessel. Yeah, who just like has opinions and can think for herself. <laughs> I had to shield her from the truth, so I just injected her with fucking drugs and she slept. Yeah. It was better that way. And she woke him and said, thank you, doctor. At yeah. the point when um, they, bring, they bring Van Helsing in eventually and they find Lucy and she's all unconscious and all, of the, all the help they've left to care for her are also unconscious. And Van Helsing's suggestion, as a doctor, he, um, he says, quick, get me some stuff. And he rubs brandy into Lucy's gums. That happened three times. And he whips everyone in the face with a wet towel to wake the poor people up. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That happened too. <laughs> I did notice that three times in the book when it was like, somebody is sick. Quick, get the brandy. Rub it they in their gums. Like the poor people, whip them in the face. <laughs> but literally, they used brandy as medicine multiple times. I mean, that was medicine back then. I, I did take notes on that how was 100% shitty medicine, medicine was that... I just like that they whipped the poor people in the face and they gave the rich girl brandy. But, <laughs> but when he's in the nut, nut house, he's like, this man is clearly a lunatic, so I left him in his room. Like, that's the medical care he provides. John yeah. the sewer, yeah, the, the great doctor. The other character, Renfield, who is in the sanitarium because he is insane, and yep. he eats bugs. He's the, <laughs> he becomes life. the thrall of Dracula. Life. He's the uh, he's the old lady who swallowed a fly. Yeah, that's what he does. <laughs> but like throughout the course of the book, he served no real purpose. No, it was, it he was just didn't a, actually do anything. I think his purpose, along with much of the other book, was just to sh- give the characters enough clues for them to figure it out. But he Something like you know he, he, he was like saying weird stuff and like I want to serve you, master, and all that shit because he was like being enthralled. But he doesn't actually do any real I service. We, well, we do have a beer for him anyway. Yeah. This is uh, oh, sweet nectar. Second fiddle, Nate brought it right behind first violin. This is second <laughs> fiddle by a Fiddlehead Brewing Company. This is a double IPA made with fiddleheads. Eight point two percent. It is no. made of fiddleheads, isn't it? No, I don't think, it's a, I don't think so. What uh, the fuck it's, is a fiddlehead? It's a fern. it's a baby fern. We talked about this at Not some point. Even kidding. Oh, yeah. I'm so trying to see if thing. it says what specific type of hops or anything. It doesn't say that. It just says it is a double IPA. Fiddle hops. Where is this place from? Who makes this again? Fiddlehead. Where am I? Who am I? I have no idea where it is. Not a clue. The beer store. Brewing Company, Vermont. Oh, all right. Yeah, well, they would know about Shelburne, Vermont. Yeah, there we go. They're the Fiddlehead State. Are they really? No, they're the Green Mountain State. I mean, they might be green because of the Fiddleheads. It's because they're the Green Mountains. Son of a bitch. I don't know. They're green because of the fiddleheads. You mean you guys haven't memorized what every state's superlative is? <laughs> What's Wyoming? The cowboy state. Is it really? Yeah. That makes sense. There's more cows than boys. Fuck. Oh. <laughs> They're men when I'm done with them. So 
Uh, this is a pretty kind of, yeah. It's not bad. It does taste very green. Wait, it's from Fiddlehead Brewing? Oh, we just named Fiddlehead for no... It says Fiddlehead right there at the top. Yeah, it's Fiddlehead Brewing Company. Oh, yeah. fuck. That's second why fiddle. it's called Second Fiddle. Is it their it does, second it beer? It tastes like greenery. Yeah. Tastes like Bernie Sanders jizz. It's Vermont. Oof. It's old. <laughs> Chunky. <laughs> kind, of, kind of dusty. Coagulated. <laughs> the 99% of jizz is in this beer. It's pretty good. It's yeah, just it's fine. Yeah. It's a I like IPA. it. I mean, compared to Hell on Wood, everything is irrelevant, so... <laughs> Speaking of wood... Um, yeah, it's kind of meh. So fun. a lot of shit happens, and a lot of shit really... You know what? Doesn't happen. Most of this book is nothing happening. It's them looking at fucking obvious clues, because, I mean, it definitely helps that we know what the ending is. We know what Dracula is. But they're just fucking idiots. So we're just going to skim through it, because most of it's bullshit. Yeah, but yeah. Talk about the other stuff. Lucy dies, because well, she, she gets in, the, in this version of Dracula, he, like, he can... Um, he he's drinks their blood over a long period of time. It's not just like Many you get nights. bit once and you get turned into a vampire. He's like he drains her slowly. And they and also this is one of my favorite parts was they just like she needs a blood transfusion. Give her the blood of everyone in the room over yeah. the next few days. Like yeah. blood types don't matter because they haven't discovered it yet. And they so all funny. got AIDS. So <laughs> that one that one I won't blame Bram Stoker for. <laughs> I really that was ridiculous though. Uh, the more like, ridiculous needs, part, she needs young strong man's she blood. She has the blood of three strong men and she still died. That was another sexist thing where it was like she's got man's blood in her. How could she die? But they they uh, I, I back to how stupid medicine is in the time. They look at her and he's like, "Not enough blood." Yeah. That's his diagnosis. Well, I mean, the old one was like, "The blood's bad. Let it out." <laughs> I think she's going to need extra blood. So in the I in the end, blood. In the end, the funny thing for me was also in the the footnotes was that Lucy dies, but also her mother dies because she yeah. had a weak heart. But we don't know that. It's just Van Helsing and Seward saying. Let's just say she died of a weak heart. <laughs> so no, no one looks into this, and we don't look bad as doctors. No, no but earlier on, they're like, we can't trouble her with any of the news. She has a weak heart, yeah, and she's going to die any that day could, that, anyway. But that could have mean, meant, you know, Because she's like, past she's birthing age. Yeah. Who cares? She's 46. Yuck. They didn't, have, so they they didn't like, invent MILFs back they then. C- they, cover up, they cover up her death and say, oh, Lucy just got sick, and her mother had a bad heart. Ooh, we were t- treating, treating them, but it wasn't our fault. Two weak bitches. Yeah, they just had, they had sad lady blood, and it didn't work out. And, and then, okay, another... She, she didn't have enough blood. Must have been a really awful period. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, that it's was like the equivalent a, of doctoring It's back like then. a snail trail just oh. behind her. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Christ. <laughs> Another reason why this book is one of the most sexist things Took in the world this long is to make that a joke. <laughs> Mina is like trying to help, but she helps by becoming the secretary. Yeah, well, every time that's the meeting, only like, thing she Mina, can do. Write this down. Yes. Should, let me compile the notes and type them up for everyone. Also, by the way, at one point there's a throwaway line where they explain. I think it's Mina who's like, "Ah, oh, I'm going to keep a diary." I've been told with practice, you could remember everything you hear, and then they just repeat whole conversations. Oh yeah, everyone. Everyone's diary is like took a court like transcript. Everyone was like had photographic memory. Yeah, and and there, but there are a couple of things. There were multiple things many times. There's like the reason why I'm writing this down is that Bram Stoker, like really, or Bram Stoker, tried to really have reasons why people would write that in their diary. It's like, oh, I, I, I will, I'm going to write this down because <laughs> Everyone reasons. I know writes diaries like this. Yeah. yeah, there was never... Well, you get the impression that all these things are gathered after the fact well, and edited In the beginning a of the book, it says that, but... Yeah, it's kind of a, it's kind of a 
fucking stupid and gimmick. So at, at, now Lucy's dead, and Van Helsing is like, she's definitely a fucking vampire, but I can't tell everybody yet. And they like investigate, and she's like, oh, she's not in her not in her coffin. Well, he has to during take the uh, night. Seward. I think he takes Seward. He, t- he takes Harker with him. Do you know what? The thing, no, they, so the characters don't matter. They, Harker, Seward, and then the Western cowboy. Also, for guy. for a while, oh yeah, cowboy guy. But like Harker, Harker was also in an insane asylum for months after this, or like a month, because it said I went to Transylvania and this dude was a vampire, and like, ooh, he's he's they gloss over that real bad. fast, yeah. And then he comes back and is like, oh yeah, I guess I was wrong. And then I was like, no, it was a vampire. I was like, ah, I was right. It's so, because he was. Um, this was another inconsistency. Inconsist- oh, this was another thing. <laughs> like they didn't. He could turn into a wolf and mist, and I guess sometimes a bat. <laughs> Who farted? No, oh, uh, it's Dracula. Many times, especially outside of Lucy's window, was like, "There's this giant bat out there," and nobody makes the connection. So they definitely play. Yeah. Like they can turn into well, a they, they, the bat. cowboy. Goes like, "I tried to also, shoot he it." Can, he can control other animals. Rats, yeah. pretty and, much just rats. And the cowboy and, guy, because you know. All Quincy they do Morris, is, all they do is for no reason. All they do is like shoot things all the time. Like yeah. in the old West, he's just like, everyone was just sitting in the rooms. Like there's a gun goes off. Oh, sorry. I just had to shoot that bat. Well, I mean, he is a Texan. That is still how they are. That's how you <laughs> say hello. <laughs> you so, shoot them. <laughs> shoot so a, that's a Texas. A, hello. You shoot a creature that's out a of the sky. <laughs> but they, uh, they go to Lucy's thing and he's like, Hey, sorry, everybody. I know she was hot and you wanted to like put her in her, but we've got a, Stake her through the heart and cut off her head. And it's like, okay, that's kind of fucked up, dude. I mean, they already passed the whole like hang garlic and everything, but no. Yeah. That didn't work out. He brought flowers and uh, before Lucy dies, they're just hanging garlic everywhere. And the mom's like, yeah, it was really stinky. It smelled <laughs> like garlic. So I got all those flowers out of here last Stupid. night. Stupid. Yeah. But <laughs> in they, he's like, I got to cut off her head and do all that shit. And then at some point, he's just like, hey, Someone stole the crucifix out of the out of the tomb, but I got it back. So now we don't need to cut off her head. And they never explain. Yeah, what the fuck the, that, that means? Happens. Like, why? Why does that affect anything? Well, the and crucifix like, cool. is a big part of the crucifix is a big part. Vampire but war. like, it's never explained. Like, oh, they stole it, but I got it back. So now we don't have to do the head cutting part. Well, that part's icky. Why couldn't you just put a new crucifix in? <laughs> yeah, because like, the the internal mythology of vampires does not hold up. Because he'd done so many versions, and because he was not a good writer. Yeah, he was pretty pretty shite. But then they do stake Lucy through the heart in her coffin, just to be sure. Yeah, which in the book it's a three foot long thing, and it's just to hold them to the ground so you can do other shit. It's not doesn't actually kill them, right? But then I guess they kills her because you know because the not? cross does the damage. Or... Uh, yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Jerk and off on her and they leave. Yeah, like a normal thing you would do. And then you know, of course, the same things are happening to Mina because Dracula moves to London. And, you know, he, he eats a few poor people. But, oh, also we skipped the whole uh, Lucy going out at night and uh, sucking the blood of children. And all the children talking about the blue fur lady because they're poor and they can't say beautiful. <laughs> Look, I was bit by a poor blue fur lady. <laughs> it's like, oh, this blue fur lady. Oh, like, if there hadn't been a footnote, that. if there hadn't been a footnote, I would not know what the fuck a blue fur was. But I, it's like, it's, it's like, it's uh, oh, Jesus. Fin- the, the poor cockney phonetics saying of beautiful i assume that was like a neighborhood or something no it, w- it was it was poor kids trying to say beautiful that's it's like horrific. the beautiful lady beep, boop, beep, boop. it sound they sound like some from the deep south. yeah she did a lot of bloofing if you know what i mean <laughs> she was draining those kids and and um 
And all this is to somehow feed Dracula. Like he has some sort of blood Ponzi scheme or like a like a pyramid. <laughs> it's like it's like affiliate marketing. Like he has he's he has like it's blood Amway. Certain, a certain number of subscribers to get to his yeah. Yeah, and he just gets he just kinda like gets it all back somehow. But like he's he moves here and all he does is suck the blood of rich, pretty girls. Who well, everyone's gonna notice. There's something very sexual. Also, he turns, it, he turns, it, he turns into a wolf at some point. There is a theory that this book, all the vampire stuff, it's it really is about sex. But at the time in 1898, you couldn't just publish a book about sex. So he had to kind of disguise it somehow and make it. It's not. It doesn't say it's sex, but everyone reading it was like, "Oh, uh-huh, that's so hot." But he also hot makes ladies. he also makes Mina drink his own tit at one point. He's oh, like, yeah. bite into my nipple. I'm into that. Well, because, <laughs> because by drinking the blood, you turn into a vampire. You don't just die. Yeah. It's, it's, that's because the, because there, was, there was a whole thing in there that they kind of also glossed over. He had these the three wives back in Transylvania, and here in London, he's going to pick some three wives again. Because he has a pyramid scheme of, of, yeah. of blood. He, he, needs his, he needs his ladies to go out and recruit and sell Tupperware to other ladies. Vampire remit. <laughs> uh, all the film, the film versions, especially the 1992 Francis Ford Coppola Ooh, version, man, made it shit. much more about sex. But and I Reeves. did watch another movie through this uh, <laughs> while, while I was reading say. this. And Dracula, <laughs> Dead and Loving It, it's... An incredible film. And it really <laughs> that, made me appreciate Mel, this book. Uh, Mel Brooks. Mel Brooks and Leslie, Leslie, Leslie Nielsen as Dracula. Greatest work. Nice. It's, it's a masterpiece. It was mostly making fun of that shitty Francis Ford Coppola one. Mm-hmm. But a lot of the scenes in it were like, I could kind of understand. Where, I, I read half the book and I watched that because I hated this book so much. And I watched the rest of it. And you know, the second half does not really match the book. But the first half is pretty close, <laughs> except they change out some characters to make it simpler. Uh, but, you know... It's a great film. I've never so actually this, seen it. What man, 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 man? I know you got to get on that. It's it's up there with Robin Hood Men in Tights. Hit pause on the recording, gentlemen. I have I have Mel. We'll have to watch a twenty four year old Mel Brooks film. Is when they're when they're staking Lucy in the in the coffin and blood sprays out like a fountain, and Mel Brooks is hiding behind a wall. It's like she's not dead yet. Hit her again. It's like God damn it, and he hits her again. And just blood sprays out everywhere. And later on, they say. He is covered in blood, and you haven't been hit with drops. Like, I have been to many stakings. You have to know where to stand. Because <laughs> the only accent he can do is old Jewish guy. Yeah, it's always... Mel Brooks is not the most uh, gifted thespian. No, but he, was, he killed it in this movie. Like, they killed Lucy with a stake. <laughs> Do you ever see that video on, uh, like, from Wired? Like, a movie uh, dialogue expert breaks down Hollywood accents. Yes. Yeah, and yeah, the guy yeah. shits all over Keanu Reeves. In, oh, my uh, God. Keanu Reeves, okay. his London he's, accent. He I don't is, think first of him all, as a person with accents. He is a terrible actor. He's great. I mean, he's at good what at action he needs scenes. To be. He's very good at playing a surfer. He's he like can do action scenes fine. John Wick is a masterpiece. He's he's great at that. But when, dog. It, but when it comes to actual acting, he is like the worst. And this has to be his worst performance ever because it is just so. I so I haven't seen week, the movie, but I've heard everyone is the worst in that though. I watched I watched the first half this week. Uh, and who does I he play? He He's plays Harker. Jonathan Harker. Okay. Oh, he has all this castle. Uh, castle <laughs> through through fire. Anyway, he he does the worst job. He is so bad. Other things about the movie are actually like, even though it's way over the top, actually okay. But he is the worst. He's not a great actor, but he's good at what he does, and just stick to that. Oh, 
He wants to suck Trinity's blood. Whoa. Good thing I know Kung Fu. Like, he just plays the same shitty fucking douchebag Neo mm-hmm. slash Bill and or Ted. And every, everything. Yeah, I don't remember which one he is. I don't know. It doesn't matter. They're making a third one of those. I think he's Ted. Because the other one is Bill S. Preston, Esquire. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so the all right, so now now Mina well, started to get. We should have a beer because we're running yeah, out of the book. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What is that? Well, now that they are very much aware that uh, it is not just a weird bunch of phenomena, but Dracula is the is the dude. You know, in they this have book, some kicking knowledge. You could say they do. Yes, you could. Say Dracula that. is barely in this book. Yeah, that's He's in true. the very beginning and the very end. He makes appearances here and there. That I saw red Very. eyes in his room full of dirt boxes. I did not get to think about the boxes. Dirt boxes. I anyway, did not get the boxes at all. This is Kickin' Knowledge by Barrier. It is 7% alcohol. It is a milkshake IPA Ooh. with key lime, vanilla, coconut, and hopped with mosaic, motuka, and citra. I, I think we've had this before, but I don't think we had the key lime version. This says Kickin' Knowledge Key Lime, so yeah, it might be it. Cool. Because I know we've had this, I want to say for Frankenstein, so a whole oh, year oh ago God. for our last Halloween and extravaganza. And an equally, uh, you know, appropriate book, like in Dear terms God. of monster culture. Yeah, well, that's why, you know, we're not just drunk guys. We're remotely clever ones sometimes. We plan ahead. That is lime aid. It is very limey, but it's pretty good. Wow. I like it. I really like this. It doesn't taste like beer, but it is good. It doesn't taste like beer. It's like beer. a shandy almost. So fruity, the fruit juice element. Definitely lime, a little bit of coconut. Did they mix it all up? <laughs> you could, yes, uh, it is definitely mixed all up. Yeah. There's a lot of lime. This is the most lime I've ever experienced. This is more than like biting into a lime. Well, no, but uh, <laughs> it is still, it, you know what? I really like this. This is good. It's it, delicious. It, it is, this, is, I mean, this was brewed. I just looked at this brewed for, in the summer. This is a great hot day beer. Yeah, this is a ba- this is a banger. I gotta say, Barrier usually has cool names, and we're always kind of like, "Man, it's fine." This one's better than average. Mm-hmm. I don't remember what we said about the last one. This is one of the best, uh, you know, of our. This is a good for summer mowing the lawn beer because most of those are like, "This is fine, but good for a hot day." But this is good and good for a hot day. Yeah, I don't know if I drink a lot of this. It's not my favorite kind of thing. I don't like lime as a flavor, but mm-hmm. that's I just may. That's just may. Yeah, I'm done with that. So the kick of knowledge that Renfield got out of several manuscripts and a blog entry he read, that he knows how to kill vampires. He lists uh, everything. Van Helsing. He, Van Helsing, sorry. Ren, Renfield is a thoroughly useless character. Yeah, Van Helsing. And he also makes the, uh, the vampire survival kit they carry around, which is like a piece of the Eucharist. They use um, so many wafers. The sacred wafer. Yeah. He's uh, like, no, I can't. In I'm an Protestant. envelope, though. Yeah. <laughs> an envelope of wafer, uh, a crucifix, a gun... And yeah, it's like they just hedge our bets in case I'm wrong, and he's just a crazy guy. We could shoot this him is, still. And then so Mina starts getting drained as well, and they, you know, at this point they kind of figure out what's well, going. Don't on. they catch her drinking from Jonathan or something? They catch Dracula drinking from Mina, and Jonathan's unconscious because he's tranced him. That's right. one of the few times that Dracula actually shows up in the in the yeah, actual and thing. He's like, yeah, but this was another one of my favorite sexist lines. Like everyone's talking about Mina. I was like, oh, Mina's so great. She has a man's brain and a woman's <laughs> heart. Like, she's good, almost smart enough to be a man, not like a dumb lady brain. <laughs> I'd like to think there were more things they said. And she has a lady's body, but a boy's ass. <laughs> Just and tight so, and firm. So she's, she's <laughs> bleeding from the neck, and, you know, and Jonathan is in a trance. And, of course, what do they do when he's in a trance? 
they whip him in the face with a wet towel. <laughs> it's like a logger room. <laughs> it's just like, it's like, oh, he's asleep. Get a wet towel and whip him in the face. It's like, I'm a doctor and a lawyer and a physician. <laughs> and also, I have uh, the Gansville record for most uh, green books. or some weird shit, you know. <laughs> I most hard-boiled eggs eaten in an hour. Yeah. <laughs> He's, he's like Sherlock Holmes, that he could just like look at a thing and like, I have the perfect lateral way of thinking about solving this. Whip, None whip of you him in the face. <laughs> and it's always a wet towel. <laughs> Brandy or wet towel. <laughs> but Depending also, on how much you mean to him. His name is Abe Van Helsing. That is the fucking lamest thing. Hugh Jackman played him in a movie. I can't imagine that one point in that well, Van Helsing that, movie. Van Helsing is different from this one. I know it is, but just like the fact that that guy's name is Abe. I'm thinking Abe Vigoda. Like, why? I think there's also some Abe Van Helsing there's some, here. Pr- there's some pretty casual uh, anti-Semitism in this. Uh, where <laughs> what doesn't? <laughs> what book doesn't? Well, they were talking about like Jonathan goes to see uh, some someone like. Hide, Old hide. Schmooly Goldberg Steenberg. Yeah, someone. And it was like, he had the nose of a sheep. Oh, my <laughs> God. Like, yeah, I remember he said that. They went to see somebody who yeah, was who, who knew, Jewish. Yeah, who knew stuff. And who, was like, who had the nose of a sheep and was wearing a fez. That's <laughs> how he's described in the book. So he doesn't even know what a fucking yarmulke is? That's how shitty his called research is? Calls it a fez? Yeah, yeah. no. Bram Stoker was, you know. It's it was kind of, the 1890s. Anti-Semitism was Jews pretty, were new then. Pretty casual back then. <laughs> just sort of like they'd only been five thousand years. This was this was another note in the uh, version I had where it's like it might be a uh, it might be Brent Stoker. It might also be Jonathan because uh, uh, because at some point at the beginning of the book Jonathan is a law clerk, which is you know a, a bitch ass job. Now he's a solicitor. And then at some point he becomes a partner in the firm without ever becoming yeah. a lawyer. Where it's like, how the fuck did he become a partner? Because the head lawyer dies, and somehow Jonathan Harker inherits the entire thing. And suddenly he's he's important, and it's like, (laughs) okay, cool. And it's like, Baron Stoker might just have wanted Jonathan Harker to be more important at this point in the plot. But the whole book takes place over like six months. Probably like, like two or three months. It's, it's a few months. I think I think Harker's, yeah. Harker's there for a few months, and then it's like, like September, October. Yeah, it's it's quick. It, it's a few months. And then he gets his crazy promotion, and then you know now that he's rich, he has he engages in the normal upper class thing of casual anti-Semitism. <laughs> oh, that's how you know you've arrived. <laughs> yeah. Also, another uh, elitist class thing. There, there's a point when they want to when they're they're tracking down. All, Dracula has set up these like safe houses for himself. He's bought a lot of properties. He's bought a lot of like little like, so places to bring his, his side pieces. Box his boxes dirt. of dirt. His box of dirt. They never funny. fucking explain like or he I needs, missed it. He I don't know. needs that to like connect him to his homeland or something it's, stupid. It's boxes. Of, he's like, oh, there's only eight of the nine boxes here. He brought fifty, 50 and then boxes and of in the dirt. Beginning, he was making the. The laborers carry them, and then he was like, "You know what? Maybe I'm strong enough because I'm fucking, you know, a vampire. I'll lift half of it." And the guy, he was as strong as an ox. And then he's like, "You know, I'll just lift the whole box and myself." He's clearly, like, you know, in his like sixties or seventies, like, "Oh, he's a very strong old guy. It took yeah. nine 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 dudes to lift this, but that's fine." Bush bosh bish bosh, because he was another dumb Cockney servant. I got to go have some more uh, another dram of rum afterwards, so I don't give a shit. Yeah, but. Um, when they're breaking into the houses, they like pick the lock. I forget how it works, but uh, they but, call a locksmith and say, "I forgot my keys." And then and he no locks one will in and is question like, cool. me. It's like the cops I've, won't care because you're a rich man. I'll show him my card and my title. And they say it a bunch of times, like I'm a fucking doctor. Well, what's since, he gonna say? There was, no? that guy, there was that guy Arthur who his someone dies and suddenly he becomes a lord. And from that point on, oh, they yeah. refer to him as Lord Holmdring. 
and suddenly he can do whatever he wants because he's now he's an aristocrat. Yeah, Rand like, oh, I knew your father. He's basically financing this he whole was, he operation. He was the one that wanted to bang Lucy, but then she dies. Well, and one of be, them. Oh, everyone everyone like, wanted to bang Lucy. There were like three or four people. But he, was, he, had, he had an in, and then he got aristocratic. Yeah, yeah. sure. Yeah. What, I don't, who gives a shit? So, the book is stupid. I don't want to cut you guys off. I don't this no, is I mean, a no. uh, very, very stupid connection. No. Almost uh, every character in this book was dumb. This is from Five Burrows Brewing Company, which must so, only be in one of the boroughs. There's no way it's in all five. This is called United by Beer, which rhymes with fear. So, therefore, they're united by fear. Is that one on the list? That it is on the list. Probably him. It's been I on think, there. I but they I are united, and now they're like, all right, now that we know this motherfucker is a vampire, we have to go throw garlic at him like I'm making a fucking pizza pie and, and breathe. <laughs> breathe. They should have and rubbed some wafers on him. Yeah. I'm going to rub Nilla wafers and garlic on his face till he goes bye-bye. <laughs> this is an IPA, right? That's yeah, what what kind of beer is this? Somebody. I know it's 6% alcohol. I saw that on the can. Ale. Oh, cool. 16 fluid ounces. 6% alcohol. We're going to drink every volume. one of those ounces. Don't worry. It just says, it just says ale. No, Northeast IPA. It's yeah. really what? bitter. Yeah, it doesn't taste like a new Okay, they clearly... Also, it says ale at the bottom. I think that might be a legal thing because depending on where they distribute it, I guess India sometimes pale ale. Well, yeah, it's a, but sometimes you'll see on beers you'll say something like ale in Texas or lager because there's a alcohol limit for that. Okay, I mean it's it's six percent Northeast IPA, but it doesn't have Northeast IPA at all. It's it's, it's no. very light, it, but it's, it's a little bit bitter. But it's it's pretty bitter. But I don't get the juicy no you know, not at all stuff no. out of it. No, but it's also but then again it doesn't taste like a traditional it's, it's, IPA. It's either. not bad. It's just you know. Uh, it's not hell on wood, so I don't care about it. But that's just me. That's all right. So then they begin. Uh, the whole book really is a slow burn for them to figure out what's it's happening. An, it's an excruciatingly slow burn. And then the last. So when the first time I read the book, uh, I was like, I wasn't a big reader at the time. It was like probably 12 years ago now, as a college student. Like, I should read books and not be a dummy. And I read it, and it took me probably a couple, a week or two. And um, I remember. It was like, this is fucking slow and boring. I don't care. And then over Wait, time, also, I'm like, oh, my God, it's going somewhere finally. And then, like, the last 10 pages, like, oh, my God, what's going to happen? The last few pages were very suspenseful. It does end very suddenly. Yeah. But also, also throughout the whole book, they'll do, like, you Which know, is kind the of journal of Dr. Stewart, and then they'll do the journal of Mina, and it'll jump back a few days. So you're constantly rereading the same thing from other people's perspective. Yeah. So it takes even longer. And, and also, which Renfield, kind of gets, they wore. Renfield gets beaten to death in his cell, and nothing matters because his character was irrelevant. He, yeah, he was his uh, his thing. Like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna catch a bunch of flies. Then I'm gonna get a spider to eat all those flies. Then I'll do that a few times. Then I'll get a bird to eat the spiders. Yeah. Then a cat he's, to eat he the was, birds. He's making a, a protein matryoshka. <laughs> That's a great band name. Protein matryoshka. Protein matryoshka is yeah, a prog actually, metal that band. Is a, that is a great band name. Protein Matryoshka. Noted. <laughs> Trademark. Um, and so, and then, and then randomly they, Seward's like, I promised him a kitten if he'd answer my questions, but I didn't give him a kitten because I'm a fucking prick. not going to eat that like puss. <laughs> <laughs> so after they find Mina getting sucked dry, Dracula's like, oh, I got to get the fuck out of here. Yeah. So he gets back on a boat and takes the intrepid four-week journey back to Transylvania, and they're like, we'll get there in three days by train. And it doesn't. 
There's no fucking way that worked like that. Oh, no. There was another note. It was like, you cannot do that. It doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. But it doesn't matter because they spend a lot of time waiting for the boat to get there because it takes weeks. Yeah, they, they probably could do it in a week or so by train. Yeah. Maybe two. So then they're all going there and they're going to fight everybody off and they get to his castle and they see a bunch of gypsies bringing his box of dirt and they Dracula They see in it. the box. Yeah, and they're he like, we gotta, we gotta kill him, you know, while he's in the box, which I don't know why it took them three months to figure this out. Because so they, if he anyway, escapes so out of the box, then he's, he can do whatever he wants. But like, if, like, oh, he's out at night, but he can't do anything today. Like, we better find him at night. Like, no, find him during the day, you fucking morons. What, yeah. what are you talking about? I don't know why they waited for a dark they night. Did. They were like, oh, hey, oh, yes. oh, 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 guineas. Andrew Dice Clay. Oh, hey. Okay, so this is a, a Dark Knight Black IPA. It is brewed with 100% gluten-free ingredients, which probably means it blows. Um, it's from New Jersey City, New Jersey, by the Departed Souls, as in your shoes, brewing company. Because Dracula wore shoes. <laughs> That's a Dark Knight. A Dark and Stormy Night is, you know, the trope of uh, the Gothic novel. Also, he only comes out at night, like gay bars. <laughs> The whole closeted gay bars, you only come out at night. No? Yeah. And a dark nights when you go to, you know, certain neighborhoods. It's going to taste you like... You don't look happy, Nate. It's, it's, it's odd. It's because uh, gluten, it turns out, uh, is the best thing. It's, 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 eh, it's very it's thin. It's right. Very thin IPA. It actually so they does... Took out, they took out all the gluten. It yeah. makes it thick. <laughs> yeah, I don't really dig this. Yeah. I mean, if I could it's gluten-free or something. It's, like got, that. A, I, it's got a real... Like kind of weird aftertaste. It does. If I had to be gluten free and couldn't, I would just. I would not drink this. Drink I would drink just drink margaritas like just, an adult, <laughs> right? You drink <laughs> any other fermented, any other drink, but that isn't beer. You can't have whiskey. You could have your wheat, but you could have cider. You could have wine. Yeah, you could have plenty of good choices. Most Baca, of I you think. probably yes. Baca, yeah. I've never heard of a barley allergy. He's very sensitive to barley. He can't drink beer, so he drinks vodka. But that's, you can drink margaritas, and that's all you really need. That's true. By the gallon. Anyway, it, it is kind of weird tasting. I yeah, just would yeah, not yeah. pick this. If I couldn't, if I was gluten-free, I would not pick this over almost anything else. Yeah. This doesn't taste... It's like there is drinking. There's a trend of like a few gluten-free beers, and they're mostly, you know, whatever, but none of them are... None of them that I've had have been worth it. Is their thing... Are they trying to attract that... Those people with celiac disease, or well, are I mean, they trying to collect there's, there's the gluten free heavy people? Actual people with celiac disease who can't have it. Yeah, that's and a bunch real. of fucking mouth breathers who pretend that they can't have gluten. Well, Do you ever see the uh, South Park where they figure out gluten gluten makes your dick explode? They, <laughs> <laughs> they like inject a, a mouse with pure gluten, and its dick explodes <laughs> off. Of and they're like, "Oh my god, I don't have gluten anymore." That's, I did not see that one. It's fantastic. And like gluten will blow, like uh, Mr. Mackey, that guidance counselor, gluten will blow your dick off him, okay? Like that's fucking. Don't want that. Fantastic want that show. Oh, South Park. Um, yeah, I, I, if, it's, if, it's, if it's beer with gluten or beer without gluten, I'm going to go with gluten. I yeah. want extra gluten, actually. I want the, whatever they well, took I mean, out of that and put back gluten, into something else. Gluten is just a thing of that, isn't wheat? And wheat is a big part of beer. Isn't Besides it? water, it's the pro- the main ingredient. So it's pretty hard to make a gluten free one. I, I think sometimes they use um, other types of wheat, Another, grassy yeah. kind of shit. I don't know, fucking like sorghum and shit like that. And oh yeah, Saitan. Yeah, all these things that sound like they're uh, Scientology gods. <laughs> <laughs> 
Thetans. I mean, I'm sure. I'm sure one day they'll come up with one that's, you know, all right. But it's never going to be as good. No, man. Just it's like having non-alcoholic beer. Like, Don't bother. Oh, yeah. Just drink a margarita. Just do be something a, else. Be a fucking man. Yep. Because there's no ladies allowed in this drink, book. Drinking, yep. drink, drink like a fucking man. So have a watermelon margarita. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Watermelon margarita. Ooh, I'm you're saying a fancy you, go, boy. you go to restaurants and that's like, oh, and then is ours. Here's I'm our a, mango I'm margarita. A, I'm a purist. I'm a purist. With a good a margarita purist. Yeah, just regular margarita flavor, just sour mix and tequila. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> All right. Great. So then they're like, we're gonna go kill them, and then the, the, the cart's sun coming is up. setting. The sun is setting, and they we gotta we gotta kill him before the cart shows up. But he's being surrounded by gypsies. And so they like, have whatever. Big, fuck it. So they literally just have a big knife fight with the gypsies. Yeah. If Even though all, most of them have guns, they all have guns. Yeah, because the cowboy has supplied all of them with huge guns. We got a bunch of Winchesters in case there's wolves. What they should have just done is thrown a bunch of spare change on the ground, and the gypsies would have flocked for it. You just throw <laughs> your baby, and make them catch it. <laughs> it's our baby now, and then they'd run away with it. And then they open up, they, 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 they break through the, ro- the wall of gypsies, and then they pry the lid off, and Jonathan slashes him in the neck, and the other guy stabs him in the heart with a knife, and he turns into dust, even though neither of those things are uh, things that kill vampires. Uh, the three vampire ladies, when they were killed before, they turned into dust. But, I mean, like, you got to stab him in the heart with a wooden stake, oh, yeah, or true, cut yeah. off their head, he just he slits his neck. And the guy stabs him in the, in the heart with a knife. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, okay, well, I mean, I guess that is good enough. And he turns to dust. And this was another note in the thing was like, in the original version, the castle then explodes. It's like a <laughs> it doesn't happen in this Usher version. Thing. Yeah, the House of Usher, basically, where just like, oh, he died and the castle exploded. But that didn't hmm. happen in this one. They're just like, oh, the end. Except for like the flash forward at the very end, which was mostly stupid. I don't remember. It was Quincy, Quincy dies in the assault. Oh, oh yeah. And they oh, yeah, named yeah, yeah, yeah. their, and Jonathan and Mina named their child Quincy because he's having a hard life isn't hard enough. <laughs> <laughs> well, 18, you know, 1900, you could still be a respectable no. land, member of the landed gentry with a name like Quincy. Yeah, but I won't respect you. Or you could be a, a medical examiner. Remember that show, Quincy? You could be a medical Jack Logan? Oh, yeah. Shit. Okay. That was in yeah. the 80s? Back in the day. The guy from Odd Couple, he was, a, he was like a coroner who solved crimes. It's called Quincy MD. He was like Van Helsing. Yeah, he's I don't remember this. Oh, it's garbage. Uh, I used to watch it with my grandma, that and, uh, and a bunch of other terrible shows. And then she okay. died and never saw it again. So, so <laughs> a couple of questions just to Quite talk about. It, yeah. So first is, why do people like this? Like people like, I, I don't, mean, why I did don't vampires, f- not just, why did vampires become such a cultural phenomenon for a century. I feel like vampires as a broad category are a good interesting villain monster. or character or monster. People don't like this book because most people have never read it. Yeah. They've seen the movie or they've seen new versions of it. They don't like this. They took the good parts out of this and made other more interesting things. And all he did, all he did was take parts of stuff he'd heard and myths that already existed. So he didn't invent vampires necessarily. He just made the version that we as a... Because a lot of the, a lot of the vampire stuff was from like uh, Eastern Europe and all mm-hmm. that shit. And this was and, and, basically... And British people didn't know a lot yeah, about it. Yeah, and he, he brought it to Western Europe and therefore, you know, Western civilization or some shit like that. So we got a version of it 
that we identify with is like, oh, that's what a vampire is. And our version of Dracula is based on the movie version of this, which further distilled the bullshit from this book. So we got, we got a third hand version of this is what made it. I was thinking I, c- I could kind of see how in 1898, this book would have been really intense, like much more graphic and much more Certainly. like I mean, crazy well, yeah, for the time. When, yeah. it, when it came out, was it big? I think so. I think it was like, I I mean, people knew about it. I'm not sure exactly if it was like the bestseller equivalent. But then again, not many books came out back then. It was possible to read every book that came out every year back then. I mean, you you, you would have to work at it, but it could have been done in 1898. So, because there just weren't that many things published. I, I could see how it was intense. I was also thinking how the late 1800s, this is Vic, you know Victorian London. This is when you know Jack the Ripper is like a has been a big sto- news story. Also, the guy in Chicago, whatever his name is, I've forgotten it now. H.H. Holmes. Holmes, yep. And so, like the, the idea of like in sensational news stories about vicious killers. So in it, this book, he only he only kills a few people, and most of it happens off off page. So the moaning screen, gypsy yeah. child. Most of it is just like them talking but still it's like cutting off lucy's head and staking her through the heart they and didn't it would have been cut off her head because they stole the crucifix and got it back but then that, <laughs> just that, that kind of thing just the idea of having just saying book, it it was yeah. it was very indecent i think um the the graphic nature of that by our states is, is nothing today but in victorian yeah, back then england very, very much, much so. probably, oh my goodness this is a pretty risque shit also, uh, Sherlock Holmes had come out at the time, mm-hmm. and this is a little bit of a mystery, but with the supernatural part in there. But you had other popular supernatural shit. I mean, like the whole gothic literature thing at this point was like 75 came out years the old. Same time as well, sure. right? No, Frankenstein no, was like 1818 or something like yeah. that. Frankenstein is, fucked up. is, you know, yeah, the entire not career quite 100 years. Poe. There's all sorts of other dark mm-hmm. shit has come out, like the whole gothic movement in art, music, literature, whatever. That has all happened. And this fits into that. And it's also just an adventure story, too. But it, it, it kind of takes a lot of tropes that were popular at the time. And I think what people like about vampires in general is that the fact that they, they can live among us if they're, and they're so sneaky and crafty. But they're essentially, especially if you think about Interview with a Vampire, they're, like, they're parasites. Mm-hmm. You know, like, think about, I, we didn't say this on the episode. I didn't realize it until afterwards. But like the end of uh, Interview with the Vampire, when Lestat's like eating rats... <laughs> To survive, yeah. because they're not—they're—they're they're these bottom-feeding, gross creatures, vampires. And, and they're trying that, to get by, man. Well, I think that makes them interesting too. Well, that's kind of what Twilight was about. Oh boy, uh, that's that was a day. Whole can of worms. Yeah. Well, that was last week. White so. worms. White. Worms. <laughs> <laughs> Sparkly white worms. Glistening like a moist vagina. Okay, so the um, what what that's what happened throughout the whole book, even though they never said it once. They didn't say it didn't happen. <laughs> oh, no, they did say it That's didn't. our other they, slogan. They, they, did, <laughs> they did say it didn't happen in that one. Yeah, that's true. Is it, uh, it was written by a Mormon. Ooh, it was oh, a save it. Guys, save it. Save it for the past. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's already been done. Save it for last week. <laughs> for next year when we do uh, New Moon or whatever the fuck the other ones are. Oh, God. Yeah. Can't wait. Okay. Um, so, okay. Another question. How does Dracula, the original stack up against the other vampire books we've read this month. 
They all sucked. I hated every one of these books. I, I, they, okay, I agree. I really didn't like any of them. I didn't, I didn't hate You Suck, but I didn't like I it. I thought it was uh, dumb. Bloodsucking Fiends. Oh, yeah, Bloodsucking Fiends. Yeah, I, didn't, I didn't hate it, but this book, I, I <laughs> honestly sucked. fell asleep. like blood. I, oh, we're geniuses. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I fell asleep reading this many times. I could read it in bursts. But it just, it was hard to get through. It was. And you know what? This is, even though I've, you know, I do really like audiobooks, this is a audiobook, because I had one, that I could not follow. This book does not work as an audiobook. And I would not recommend it to people because it was so hard to figure out what the fuck was going on. I think it might work better as an audiobook with a cast versus one narrator. It might. Yeah, because I listen to the audiobook it, it's, too it's for the through many people's time. perspective. And the guy can only. And you know, do a woman's voice without sounding ridiculous and to women, some degree. Women could barely, you know, function in this book, so they couldn't even write journals with lady writing. They wrote diaries, for the record, not journals. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if actually, I don't know if they distinguished the journal of this and oh, the no, diary they said, of that. They said journal. Yeah, is everyone's always journal? Yeah, even though they have dumb lady brains, except Mina, who had a man's brain but a woman's heart. Trapped in a woman's body, she's the first trans character in literature. The no, that was Dracula. He's Transylvanian. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Maybe that's it's the LBGTQ thing. That's always popular. Um, I, I, don't, I, I think the idea of vampires is cool. The fact that they're scary. I'm going to say, now after reading all these books, I no longer feel that, drag, that vampires are cool. Well, This has ruined it. They're no, stupid I, You now. know what? Twilight ruined vampires. Twilight? Vampires were cool. Like, as, as a cultural thing, vampires were cool for a while. Twilight ruined it. I took a big steaming dump on him. Put a snake like, right through its arm. This book has been around for uh, 120 years. No one ever read it, really. Some people, some people did, but most people have not read. They most know people it know. exists, mm-hmm. but they don't know the book. They've never read it, and they know the old movies, and they're like, "Ooh, spooky!" And vampires have gotten cooler and cooler, and there's some cool stuff in there. But Twilight uh, ruined vampires. Fair. I think one of the things all the books did, except for Twilight, did better than this is that they limit to some degree at least, the power of the vampire to make him a reasonable character. Somewhat. You know? Though, I mean, in Twilight, they are superhuman. Well, the Twilight, excluding Twilight, because Twilight is dog shit. trash, yeah. But Salem's Lot, which Stephen King wrote as a re- modern retelling of the Dracula story. I thought Salem's Lot was... Actually, no, I take it back. The best, I, I, forgot, I forgot that we did that one. That's the least I, bad I of the I like Salem's Lot a lot. I liked it more the first time I read it. Second time I read but, it, it's I mean, garbage. I am a Stephen King fan, so I'll give him that. But I thought of the vampire books we have done, that was by far the best. I'd agree. And that's Salem's Lot is my least favorite Stephen King book that we've read. But actually. of the five it's vampire better, books. It's still better than this. Yeah. Or not. What would you... What, of oh, the five, God. What are you okay. Were there it's five? T- yeah. Interview with a Vampire, Salem's Lot, Twilight, Dracula, Bloodsucking Fiends. Right. Shit, there were five. They're all pretty garbage. They, they're all pretty bad. I, like I want to say Lot. the book I disliked the least was Bloodsucking Fiends, even though it was not great. Yeah, it, it is not shitty. Christopher Moore's best work. But that's the book because it was kind of short and it was kind of like it was just silly. It was like, okay, this is fine. So I'm going to say that's the book, and it's because it's making fun of vampires. I almost thought that was better. I that, thought the, that's my I thought opinion. The, the vampires in Salem's Lot were the most limited in terms of like, Superhuman. Well, they, they had to set up home alone booby traps. Yeah, but, but like <laughs> they didn't have they, they like drank blood and they were immortal, but they only came out at night. They didn't have a lot of like superhuman turn power. Into a like cloud. they were strong, 
you know, but not like you couldn't, you know, they weren't a crowded bus stop of men strong. <laughs> but they were they were the most pragmatic of vampires. So I'll say my, my least favorite was Interview with the Vampire, because that was just the biggest chore to read. That was Rococo Vampires. But it was much, much more flamboyant. Just like, Rococo. Yeah. It was very, very fucking shitty. But then the controversial hot take. The one I enjoyed reading most because I was making fun of The Whole Lamb of Twilight. That's the one I was like, oh my God, this is so it was, shitty. It was the yeah. most fun to read because you could knock it out in two days and you thought the whole time, I can't wait to make fun of That's this. That's really what got it, me through it. You know, there, there is, that is kind of true it too. Is, yeah. It is garbage trash. It oh. was but actually less painful. Twilight, I'm going to say, was less painful to get through. Oh, than I, n- I never fell asleep. I never fell asleep wa- reading that, but I did fall asleep watch- reading this multiple times. Uh, Twilight was the most fun. I'm actually looking forward to reading the next one because I'm sure it's going to be real, real shit. Just, ooh, if this was like the thing she spent the first 30 years of her life working on, oh, and then she they, just turn out a sequel in the only, eight, eight months, oh, only, it's going to be only real. get better. They only get better. I can't, I, oh, I can't wait. Can't wait. So I actually enjoyed Twilight the most because it was so bad it was good. Yeah, I'll give you that. Yeah, okay. But you could tell us what you think. Send us an email to drunkeyesbookclub at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at drunkeyesbc. Or go to Facebook and Instagram at drunkeyesbookclub. And uh, if you've listened this long, uh, why not just leave us a review wherever you have uh, been listening to and we won't come and suck your blood out of you. Uh, we'd really Unless appreciate it. it. We, we will do that for five-star rating potentially. Well, Jimmy will. Uh, for a five-star rating. So uh, please, uh, please do that. That would be really helpful to us. We are also a member of the Hopped Up Network, a network of independent beer podcasters. So if you liked us, you should check them out too. Thanks for listening. <laughs>